Welcome to Muskegon History and Beyond with the Lakeshore Museum Center. My name is Pat Horn, and on today's episode, we're going to look at the life of Reverend Archibald Haddon, a man whose service was indispensable not only to his church and congregation, but to community members and Muskegon as a whole. Archibald Haddon was born in 1855 in Wheeling, which at the time was in Virginia, but would at the start of the Civil War become West Virginia. As a young man, he went to Oberlin Academy in Ohio for his schooling. After this, he went to Yale, where he received his degree in theology. After graduating from Yale, he accepted a position with a church in Minnesota. Then in 1891, he accepted a position with First Congregational Church in Muskegon, starting on January 1, 1892. Prior to coming to Muskegon, the young Archibald Haddon had married a woman named Sarah and had their first daughter Elizabeth in 1885, followed by a son, Arthur, in 1888. Later, while in Muskegon, the couple would have twin girls in 1894 named Jean and Helen. Reverend Haddon quickly made an impression on his congregation, but also made connections with many prominent members of the community, such as Charles Hackley. It was this relationship that led Hackley to appoint Haddon as part of a group to identify sculptors for the creation of the four corner statues in Hackley Park, those statues being the one of President Lincoln, General Sherman, General Grant, and Admiral Farragut. The group also made sure the statues were finished on time and up to standards, and planned the unveiling event. Hackley also trusted Haddon to help with the creation of Hackley Hospital. The Reverend would be appointed board president of the hospital once construction was completed. Reverend Haddon's church also saw lots of success, growing in his first 15 years by 150 members. So thankful was the church that they sent Haddon and his wife Sarah on a three-month trip to Europe for them to take in the sights and scenes. Haddon, a lover of history, enjoyed touring Italy, England, France, Greece, and more during the period. When he returned, he would give lectures on various topics in places he had seen at the library and other clubs and organizations. One really neat thing I discovered that he did was loan out a rare cast of the Rosetta Stone, an artifact of great historical significance which allowed historians and linguists to decipher Egyptian hieroglyphs. This cast was displayed in the Hackley Library in 1907. The cast was a gift given to Haddon by his brother-in-law. As mentioned earlier, Haddon helped his church first congregational grow quite a bit during his time, but he also helped churches across the state, too. He served on many boards for various religious groups, including being president of the Muskegon Council of Churches, board member of the State Home Missionary Society, and the Central Advisory Committee of Congregational Churches for Michigan, as well as being a trustee of Olivet College. So well recognized was he that he was offered many jobs, including a very tempting offer to become the head of all congregational churches in Wisconsin in 1909. This offer was taken very seriously by the community and congregation, who both worked together to convince Reverend Haddon to stay in Muskegon. The church members met to come up with talking points and a counteroffer for Haddon, and around 20 other community members also joined in, saying that he was much too important in the community as his role of hospital president and leader to leave. All this attention and love seemed to have an impact as Haddon would decide to stay in Muskegon. He also didn't use this job offer to leverage better pay or extra benefits from the church. You can see why they might want a reverend around like Archibald Haddon. With all these interests and boards, Haddon certainly kept busy, and a published summary of his work from 1908 gives us some idea of his duties and workloads. In that year, the reverend conducted 108 sermons, attended 387 meetings, officiated 39 funerals, 19 weddings, and 19 baptisms. The church also saw another 57 members join in that year, and the Bible school that Haddon had started earlier grew to 43 members and became financially stable. 
He also had a love for kids and was frequently working towards keeping kids occupied and out of trouble. He spoke often of the need for a YMCA in Muskegon before the club was finally brought to the area, and even more interestingly, he was a strong advocate for playgrounds when they became a fad. It's strange to think of a time before there were playgrounds and there was something you had to explain to parents and children alike, but this is indeed what Haddon did in December of 1910 when he espoused the virtues of playgrounds, saying, quote, The great educational value of the playgrounds is being recognized by all the leading authorities in pedagogy. End quote. He also said that, quote, The playground as a preventative of vice and crime is emphasized by such friends of the boys as Judge Henry B. Lindsay of Denver. It is time Muskegon was waking up to this need, and now is just the time to be looking for sites for children's and young people's recreations in various parts of the city. End quote. Haddon believed that in 1910, Muskegon had the money, space, and the need to start building these playgrounds, but he did caution in that same sermon that parents will have to supervise their kids as the kids wouldn't know how to use the equipment or figure it out on their own. Haddon also frequently spoke to youth about the importance of that time in their lives as a time of learning, telling them not to waste it, and that it would be some of the best times of their lives. In 1921, at the age of 66, he announced that he'd be stepping down from First Congregational Church and retiring as he thought youth and energy were needed to keep the church going. He also mentioned his wife Sarah's failing health, stating that Michigan's winters were very difficult for her. Reverend Haddon gave his final sermon, First Congregational, on February 27, 1921. However, he would continue to give sermons filling in for other churches when needed or to cover vacations or sickness. Reverend Haddon had spent 28 years at First Congregational, but he wasn't as old and low on energy as he thought. In 1920, he had run for a city council seat and had won. Following his retirement from the church, it seems that now Dr. Archibald Haddon would become heavily involved in politics. In 1921, he continued as a commissioner and in 1922 was selected to be the vice mayor of Muskegon. That same year, he was also selected to be the president of the Muskegon Trust Company, a company that held business funds in transfer or monies from wills to be given out to beneficiaries. This trust company in that year held $900,000, which in today's money is around $14 million, so Haddon had quite the responsibility. In the 1920s, he was also picked to be the first president of the Muskegon Community Chest. Yes, Community Chest is a real thing and not just from Monopoly. The purpose of it was to help those in need with charitable givings from other community members. These Community Chest organizations still exist, but under their new title, The United Way. In 1923, Archibald Haddon was selected by fellow city commissioners to become Muskegon's next mayor, serving from 1923 to 1924. He continued to serve in politics until around 1926, where he seems to have fully retired. He would die in 1937 at the age of 82 from a cerebral hemorrhage. His wife Sarah would die the following year. During his time in Muskegon, Reverend Archibald Haddon had done much for the community's good and was a leader on many important projects. His speeches and sermons covered many topics and impacted many locally and further abroad. So well known did he become that he was one of 30 portraits created by artist Nicholas Brewer for a show at the Hackley Art Gallery in 1922. I want to leave our episode tonight with a description of that portrait because I think it gives us some insight into not only what Haddon looked like, but his personality as it was said to be a great characterization of the man. Quote, the slightly inclined head and the suggestion of both seriousness and humor in the face are very true to life while the somewhat unconventional pose of the figure gives the canvas a certain distinction." End quote. Thank you for listening. 